0: to Healthy and Happy, a program sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists and aired right here on NCU-FM. is your education and wellness station, NCU 91.1, 91.3, and 91.5. We have another intriguing and interesting program lined up for you so you can't afford to go anywhere. Stay with us. I'm Adise Jonas Murphy.
1: The King is
2: exalted on high. He is
0: Thank you so very much for keeping it locked right here on NCU-FM. It's NCU 91.1, 91.3, and of course, 91.5 only on your FM dial. The name of the program is Healthy and Happy, and I am so privileged, I am so ecstatic, yes, I'll use that word, to have in studio with me Dr. Jason Winter. Now, for those of you who are on campus at NCU, that name will ring a bell. Dr. Winter serves as the chair of the Department of Behavioral and Social Sciences At NCU, and he's also a licensed associate counseling psychologist. Dr. Winter, welcome to Healthy and Happy. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing fine. Indeed. Thank you, Mrs. Murphy, for having me on your program this evening.
0: Not a problem. Thank you so very much. I know the time is really limited. We are always delighted and grateful. Now, I just want to share with the listeners, because we've been doing a number of series in recent times. We just concluded a series, Doc, on the female reproductive system. Before that, we had um, looked a little bit on you know issues related to the stomach. This week, I decided to to yes. shift gears a little bit to focus on mental health, so we're actually commencing a series of mental health programs for, let's say, the next three weeks or so. And you are, of course, you know, the one in the hot seat who will be guiding us in how to achieve uh, optimum mental health. So we're so delighted to have you, Doc. For those of you listening in, we want you to grab your notepads, you know, grab your electronic devices to just make some notes because yes. a lot of times we talk about mental health and understand good mental health and achieving good mental health. Um, When you hear mental health, what is it that comes to mind? I mean, even without your psychological background, I know it's hard to detach yourself from it, but what comes to mind and then guide us into its definition?
3: When we talk about mental health, many times persons often think it has to do with some adverse problems that exist with the individual, Mm -hmm. uh, some challenges that they're having. But we have seen in today's day and age that there has been a a rebranding, redefining, a more greater appreciation for the concept mental health or mental wellness. So there is that shift from a problem existing, Mm -hmm. first hearing the word mental health, oh, something is wrong with you. No, but when in current times, when we say mental health, we are looking at the general functioning of the individual, And there are three components when we think of mental health and that general functioning. And the three are, one, how the person is thinking. Mm -hmm. Two, how the person is feeling. Mm -hmm. And three, their actions associated with the previous two, Mm -hmm. thinking and feeling and ultimately what they do. So we we have come to appreciate mental health being how an individual is approaching, receiving, um, is there her friends, families, just being in their environment. Mm-hmm. Any of those three areas intertwining one relating to the other. So generally how, again, how you're thinking, how you're feeling and ultimately the behavior that you give up. How are you in your headspace who could want to to even look at it from that angle? Mm-hmm. Um, Lady Murphy.
0: Right. You know, Doc, in some societies as you, you hinted at a while ago, mental health and even perhaps emotional health or issues, they're seen as less legitimate than physical issues. You know, so because we can't see how well we're doing mentally or how unwell we're doing mentally, um, sometimes it's not taken as seriously as physical health related issues. What do you think this is so? Because a lack of knowledge um,
3: relating to health, general health and wellness. In fact, locally, when we, we can appreciate our Ministry of Health previously, you know, flat Ministry of Health mm-hmm. with their rebranding, Ministry of Health and Wellness. And so we have come to appreciate wellness to include mental health, mm-hmm. not just physical health. Whilst we can appreciate that certain physical conditions whether you're asymptomatic or symptomatic in terms of show-up um, symptoms associated with a particular condition, and that will drive you to the physician's office. Uh, we are appreciating that mental health is a part of the wellness. And so you can't overlook that. Again, you know, the Ministry of Health and Wellness has, has a popular and very useful slogan. Mm-hmm. There's no good health without. without good mental health. So the human being is a mixture of physical wellness, spiritual wellness, um, mental wellness, Mm -hmm. as well as financial wellness and other areas. So we have come to appreciate that that is an area that we are not to ignore because Mm -hmm, when we look at the life cycle, an individual will go through the life cycle Mm -hmm. experiencing joy, Mm -hmm. happiness, sadness, difficulties. So one, experience mental health problems. And we're talking about, again, what you think in your mood and ultimately your behavior throughout the life cycle. Mm -hmm. So when I say life cycle, I'm talking about from an infant or even toddler to infant, to childhood, to adolescence, to young adult, to a later adult. Uh, So you do have that full exposure to life's stressors
2: uh-huh. and
3: again stressors are the things in their environment that an individual responds to because we respond to things differently how one will uh makes a whole world of a difference in terms of again your acting coming from your thinking and feeling so when you process all of that together mm-hmm. we can appreciate that your mental health must be a part of your wellness plan. right? Uh, Not to, you know, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about this. What can predispose an individual to develop um, certain mental health issues? What are the factors that will lead to those Mm -hmm. issues? Mm -hmm. We have biological factors, life experiences, family histories, uh, and we can talk a little bit more in depth later on in the program. So any of these you might have a challenge with, may predispose you to have a particular mental health. And we are, again, in a general sense, introducing the series that um, you're launching Mm -hmm. um, this evening. Mm -hmm. We can get an idea what are some of the common mental health issues, what are some of the myths surrounding mental health, and even facts, so that we can have that strong foundation at the beginning of the series. Mm -hmm. So individuals, listeners, you can know, okay, this is something I have to take. Very, very important. Because after all, one life we have, On this earth, for the time being, that we need to live it and live it to the fullest, Mm -hmm. achieving our goals, our various aspirations, and ultimately our purpose, our God-given purpose, being able to fulfill that and to get the joy from that. And to do such, physical health has to be high on the priority. Mm -hmm. Mental wellness also has to be high on the priority.
0: Very important points you raised, Dr. Winter, And actually, you said it correctly, we're going to be looking at those factors that predisposes you to, you know, certain kinds of mental health uh, issues. But there's something I wanted to share with you and also with our listeners. I'm reading from healthguide.org. And you can guide me if this may be true, or if it has some semblance of reality or not. It says people who are mentally healthy have one, a sense of contentment. Two, a zest for living and the ability to laugh and have fun. Three, the ability to deal with stress and bounce back from adversity. What's your take on that?
3: Solid points coming out of that article. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Again, when we look at the statistics and uh, surrounding mental health, World Health Organization has that one in every four individuals will likely develop a mental health issue at some point in their life point, um, lifetime uh, and, and we could put that in current lifetime. So wherever you're at, if we were to have four people in that one space, mm-hmm. we can then do the math to say, all right, one, two, three, four, number four, you are the person according to World Health Organization that has a mental health condition mm-hmm. currently, presently. And we're going to switch that around two hours later with retake that count. And so the person who had a mental health issue could start back with them and say they are no number one. And so the number four will land on someone else. One of the things that we we can get from that is none of us is, uh, you could say, immune Mm -hmm. to mental health challenges and concerns. Uh, Again, how we relate to stressors and stressors being the things in our environment that you respond to will make a world of a difference. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this one in every four does not mean that the fourth individual who set up a mental health issue has to be hospitalized as a form of care. No, no, no. Because Mm -hmm. the diagnostic statistical model for mental health, and that's for us as clinicians known as the DSM, Mm -hmm. has put mental health on a spectrum understanding. And this is the current DSM by and large, DSM-5. So when we say a spectrum understanding, it's from one end of the spectrum to the next, from one hand to the next. So many of us tend to be, if you're not careful, somewhere in the middle ground. Um, you're doing what you need to do to adjust to function mm-hmm. um, effectively based on the demands. But when something causes us to go off tangent or There's go a off that functioning ability, mm-hmm. whether that be, again, biological life experience or family history, and you now find yourself closer to the end of the spectrum there is cause for concern but there are things that you can do to get you back in the middle right. of functionality but and and so we are not again to take it for granted well, happily you mentioned from the article things that process can do to uh, make themselves um, well in terms mm-hmm. of laughter joy and we'll add on to that list other pointers individual can um, individuals can be conscious of to make but, sure, to ensure that their wellness, their mm-hmm. mental wellness is taken, is taken care, care of.
0: You raise some important points, though. One of them um, that I want to just kind of hit at now is the fact that you mentioned that many times, you know, persons find themselves in the middle of that spectrum. The truth of the matter is the average person doesn't know whether or not they have the propensity to, to develop certain kinds of mental health issues or challenges, you, you had raised some factors earlier that would contribute to health problems in this particular area, namely biological factors to life experiences and family history. The average person walks around um, not necessarily knowing what they're predisposed to. And so, you know, life's challenges come, they hit and somebody finds themselves off the spectrum. Let's go into the factors, the biological factors. Talk to us about that.
3: All right, so the biological factors that will predispose an individual to mental health could be one you took the taxi to work or whatever transportation, and there was a motor vehicle accident, and you got a big jerk or a real hard jerk in that vehicle. And from that, you know, having some what would say odd behaviors, or you're responding differently than how you would in your normal sense. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, you would have um, experienced some. Physical injury or head injury, by and large, and that can impact any area of your brain because the brain as an organ is so marvelously created by our Lord and Savior that it is still in the process of being understood. We do not know all there is to the brain organ. Mm -hmm. So, what we do know are that there are brain structures. Regions like the frontal lobe, the peripheral lobe, the cerebellum, Mm -hmm. and other areas that are responsible for specific
0: actions.
3: Mm -hmm. And so when these structures of the brain are not functioning as they should, when there are also chemicals such as um, what we consider hormones or neurotransmitters, for want of a better word, when these neurotransmitters such as um, dopamine, serotonin, uh, GABA, as you know, popular ones, when mm-hmm. they're not functioning as they ought to, then we can expect uh, certain behaviors. So for example, depression as a common mental health issue. Looking at depression as one of the common mental health issues, we have come to appreciate that it has its uh, root causes in biological factors. And that is seen when the dopamine level is pretty much low within an individual as with other factors, but predominantly dopamine as a neurotransmitter that helps to regulate one's mood is not functioning as it should in a normal process. So this individual will have low interests in their surrounding, probably low appetite. Mm-hmm. And that we can appreciate has to be remedied from a, physical standpoint. So here you will have your GP or general practitioner or your psychiatrist coming in and making certain assessment, diagnosis, Mm -hmm. and provide uh, treatment that will create back um, what we'll say equilibrium or balance within um, dopamine. So again, from a biological standpoint, Mm -hmm. you're looking at infections that Mm -hmm. may originate outside of mental health, but one of the side effects is that it creates imbalance within the various neurotransmitters. Uh, neurotransmitters, again, such as dopamine or GABA or serotonin that helps to regulate individuals mood than thinking
2: mm.
3: may cause um, a cause concern. Substance use, that's another area that we want to encourage individuals to avoid because prolonged substance use can result in harm, drug abuse, does have an impact on the brain, you've got to be mindful of the impact that this will have on your mental wellness.
0: All right. So so that covers the biological factors. We talk about life's experiences, even though I'm thinking the use of alcohol and other harmful but with substances. The
3: substances right,
0: substance. That's correct. That those would be a part of life's experiences, not necessarily biological factors, because I didn't see the, the line of demarcation between um, those biological factors and the examples you used a while ago.
3: In the case of the biological factors, we're looking at brain chemistry mm-hmm. the, that um, the individual might not have any play
0: oh in i understand
3: so to speak so yes the neurotransmitter imbalance is mm-hmm. too much or too little of anyone that's a factor that will result in one's behavior not being considered normal okay. in terms of life experiences now mm-hmm. we are talking about stressors: any traumatic experience that an individual would have gone through right. witnessing of violent crimes mm-hmm. um, observing motor vehicle accidents um, being discriminated being bullied, for example, mm-hmm. may definitely have an impact on one's mood. Uh, so you have to look out for those issues. Uh, so, so doc, again, let me just stick in the up case in right of here.
0: Witness or... If somebody finds themselves in this particular um, situation where they have encountered a, a traumatic experience or they've been abused and their emotional or mental state has been altered, they, there is chemical imbalance, there is change in brain chemistry. What should that individual do? I mean, people are people are listening right now, and they're saying, "Boy, you know, I am having some stressors on my end." Like, what's the next step? Who should they reach out to? How should they reach out?
3: So, identifying what is happening to is that first step, and if that's um, achieved, you you sense the warning signs, the numbness, lack of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you are probably fighting. You're becoming very aggressive. You're having persistent thoughts, memories of the event that you can't get out of your head. And in some instances. Hearing voices, seeing things, um, not sleeping, having pain, little or too much interest in sex—definitely, I mm-hmm. haven't have a check mark on all of those.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mayday, they, mayday! They. Mm. Talk to a mental health individual because they're, they're, we want to know exactly what is happening. And so, a mental health practitioner mm. can sit with you—a trained counselor mm. or psychologist can better have that discussion with you to find out what is happening. So seek help. Mm -hmm. Seek, seek help. I know, uh, again, from the Jamaica Psychological Society, Psych, you can go on the website and do a general search for persons within Jamaica or any other location you're at. Look for the psychology association in your locality. Mm -hmm. Look for the closest um, psychiatrist to your area and see if you can reach out and get help. If you and, and these symptoms that I listed are warning signs. They are probably on the far end of the spectrum that mm-hmm. indicates that you need immediate intervention. Right. There are other techniques that you can do in that self-care moment. So you're not necessarily advanced to developing a, a full-blown psychological mental health issue. Mm-hmm. But you probably need to do a little bit more self-care. You need to set your boundaries, yes. do more cutting off. Talk to us about that a little that more part. breathing techniques.
0: Mm-hmm. Now continue it up because th- this is critical, you know, especially in light of COVID and what has been happening. Persons are working from home, children to you know, children to to monitor and manage. Uh, you know, things have become more stressful. Some persons have lost jobs. I mean, the stressors are really, really uh, high on the list at this point. So, in terms of self care, I'm happy you're hitting that. So, I just wanted you to to just go through that list slowly again as we prepare to wrap up.
3: All right, absolutely. So self-care as a part of mental health wellness and what you can do to take care of you. Mm -hmm. uh, If it is that they, as I listed some symptoms that you may be experiencing, if you are not having like all of them checked, again, when I say all of them checked, I'm talking about not eating, having no interest in or energy in doing things, probably using substances or in the worst case scenario, Suicide, your attempts of suicide, or hearing voices, seeing things that are not there, go and talk with a mental health person. Mm-hmm. You can do that by visiting Jam Psych or your mental your well, community health clinic closest to you that you can find, when they do offer child and adolescent services or adult services. Or in the here and now, self care strategies given COVID scenario or the impact that it's having on you and your stress okay. levels to the roof.
2: Mm-hmm. You're
3: becoming very aggressive. You got to watch your breathing. Um there are some simple breathing techniques that you can help to recreate your sense of self and not lose it because you're about to blow a fuse, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so um deep breathing counting to ten. There's a simple technique we we'll call um a sense of consciousness being in the here and now, mm-hmm. um, focusing on your senses. So what are some things you can see? What are some things you can smell? And you count down on your senses. So we can say, are five things I can see now? I'm getting really anxious. I'm getting uncertain. What's four things I can smell? What's three things I can taste? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and and mm-hmm. so you
3: count down on your senses. What's two things I can feel? And what's one thing I can smell, so to speak? So you kind of lose the anxiety.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
3: anxiety can become so overwhelming that it leads to panic attack.
2: Mm-hmm. And you
3: might say, okay, I'm losing my breath. You feel as though you're going to suffocate because right. the anxiety has given rise to panic attack and that has now associated physical issues right. such as uh, shortness of breath. So you got to be mindful of that. Or even repressed angle. Saying no,
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: taking small, um, short walks, um, listening to relaxing music. One of the things that I do is probably take a 20 minutes out of the day where I just have some instrumental or if you're into gospel or if you're into uh, because nature sounds, mm-hmm. that helps to kind of calm yourself. You've got to be on top of your game because you mm-hmm. don't want to lose it. It's just one you, you know, yeah. one special you. Mercy. you got to take care of you.
0: Mercy. Doc, you were about to preach, but alas, you know, we are out of time. Uh, I can't believe the time flew by so quickly. But, you know, listeners, so much to to glean from this discussion. You know, just hitting some of the points again, we defined mental health. We looked at the fact that it not only includes our psychological well-being, but our social well-being or emotional well-being as well. We also touched on the fact that there are factors that contribute to mental health uh, problems, including our biological factors, life experiences. We didn't go in depth with family history, but we're going to be touching it next week. And Dr. Winter also mentioned that there are some early warning signs So if it is that you... Um, have been having uh, challenges such as eating or sleeping too much or too little, pulling away from people, um, activities that you once loved, you know, you no longer have any interest in them, having low energy or feeling numb like nothing matters, having unexplained aches and pains, mercy, smoking, drinking, you're turning to drugs, all sorts of stuff, your mood has shifted, having persistent thoughts and memories that you can't get out of your head, you're seeing things that don't exist. Then, of course, those are clear signs that you need, to see a mental health professional. Now, bear in mind, when we talk mental health, it is not that you're mad. No, you are not crazy. <laughs> but of course, just as though you know, you, you may get a cut on your hand and you, you need to address it. It's the same thing with emotional and mental aspects of our lives. If they're not addressed, if they go unaddressed, then of course, they will fester and fester and you become mentally unwell. So, Dr. Winter, I thank you so much for taking the time out this evening to join us on Healthy and Happy. It is the first in a part three uh, series of programs focusing on mental health. And we look forward to joining you next week, Doc. Any parting words before you go with the public? Anything they need to, you'd really want them to bear in mind from uh, this discussion? Thank
3: you, One, you, you are special. You are a big deal. Feel that, affirm yourself and set boundaries go slow if you may you are important Mm. Thank you for having me, Mrs. Murphy.
0: No problem at all, Doc. Thank you for being with us. You're a big deal. And we're not talking about the one that costs nearly $900 now, but you are a big deal to um, God <laughs> Almighty. I hope you got that joke a while ago. But um, this is how we put a cap on it here on Healthy and Happy. Of course, this program once again is sponsored by the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. And it's aired right here on ninety one point one, three, and five. I want to thank you, a special way or production team engineer in studio i should say brandon Daly, and i have no production assistant today where's daniel no daniel okay all right so until <laughs> i just before i go i would love to say good evening to my friends who are listening Danny clark and of course andrea chisholm yes so on behalf of everyone here uh, in studio i'm Adis jonas murphy wishing you god's richest blessings
1: I've been through the fire and I've been through the flood, broken in pieces and left all alone. Can I get a witness here? Come on, choir, help me. Come on. I've been through, the flood. been through the flood. I've been through the flood. Broken in pieces. Broken in pieces. And left all alone. And left all alone. But I got good news tonight. But through it all, I'm to tell you Listen to this Although I've been wounded Although I've been wounded, And I've been scarred I never gave up I never gave up I trusted in God I trusted